Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Welcome back to Everyday Einstein's Quick and Dirty Tips for Making Sense of Science. I'm your host, Lee Phelan, and today we're going to talk about what's the difference between baking soda and baking powder. Have you ever made a mistake in a recipe and wondered just what went wrong? Once I was making muffins, and instead of adding baking powder, I added baking soda. Now, I thought this was no big deal, since I knew that both of these powders were supposed to make dough rise. Much to my surprise, however, my muffins still came out like hockey pucks. So what went wrong? What's the difference between baking soda and baking powder? Was there anything I could have done to save my poor muffins? Let's take a look at the science behind the recipe. But first, this podcast is brought to you by Netflix Instant Streaming. Watch thousands of TV episodes and movies on your PC, Mac, iPad, iPhone, or TV instantly. All streamed to you by Netflix, saving you time, money, and hassle. For your free 30-day trial, go to netflix.com QDT. The first clue to unlocking the mystery of my flat muffins is understanding what baking powder and baking soda are made of. Baking soda's name sounds a bit misleading. After all, it's a powder, not a fizzy drink. As I mentioned in my episode about baking soda and vinegar cleaners, baking soda also goes by the name of sodium bicarbonate, bicarbonate of soda, and sodium hydrogen carbonate. The origin of the word soda are shrouded in history and legend, but most etymological dictionaries I consulted said that the name is derived from the Italian word seda, which referred to a kind of plant from which the baking soda was originally made. Regardless of where the name came from, baking soda is a base. This means that when it is mixed with an acid, it undergoes an acid-base reaction. Most importantly for my muffins, this reaction releases carbon dioxide gas. That gas gets caught in the gluten matrix of the dough, causing the dough to rise. So now we know what baking soda is, let's take a look at its close cousin, baking powder. Unlike baking soda, which is just a base, baking powder contains a base, which is baking soda, and a powdered acid mixed together. In order for the two chemicals to start their acid-base reaction and give off carbon dioxide, all they need is a little liquid. If you take a close look at recipes that call for baking soda instead of baking powder, you'll probably notice that the liquid portion of the recipe is some kind of acid. Most fruit juices, especially lemon juice, vinegars, and buttermilk are acidic. Having any of these ingredients in your mix gives the baking soda the acid component it needs to start the acid-base reaction. On the other hand, if you have a recipe that uses baking powder, the acidity of the liquid component doesn't matter. In baking powder-only recipes, you'll typically see more neutral liquids, like milk or water. Milk is technically slightly acidic, but just barely. Now, we can figure out what went wrong with my recipe. By adding baking soda and milk together, all I get is soggy baking soda. Since the milk wasn't acidic enough to cause a sufficient acid-base reaction to take place, the carbon dioxide wasn't produced, and my dough never rose, leaving me with hockey pucks instead of muffins. Now, what could I have done to save my recipe? Well, if you've ever checked the emergency substitution section of your favorite cookbook, you know that if you don't have new buttermilk, you can combine a little lemon juice with milk and use that instead. That isn't because lemon juice and milk together taste anything like buttermilk. It's because the lemon juice lowers the pH of the milk to around the same level as the pH of buttermilk. 
Another substitution that I could have used to save the day is cream of tartar. That's because cream of tartar is an acid, typically in powdered form. That means that when we add cream of tartar and baking soda to our mix, we have both an acid and a base in powdered form, just like we get with baking powder. So all our mixture needs to generate carbon dioxide is a little liquid. Once again, thanks to Netflix for sponsoring the Everyday Einstein podcast. With Netflix.com, you can watch thousands of TV episodes and movies on your PC, Mac, iPad, iPhone, or TV instantly. All streamed to you by Netflix, saving you time, money, and hassle. And if you're a fan of science fiction, Netflix streaming has lots of options for you. You can watch past seasons of Lost, X-Files, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Star Trek, Battlestar Galactica, and Once Upon a Time. You can watch these sci-fi shows or thousands of other TV series and movies on Netflix Instant Streaming, and you can do it all for free during a free 30-day trial. To sign up for your trial today, just go to netflix.com QDT. Once again, we thank Netflix for their support, and we hope you enjoy Netflix Instant Streaming. So now you know a little more about the differences between baking soda and baking powder, why you would choose one over the other, and some of the chemistry behind some emergency substitutions. You also know that you should probably avoid having me cook muffins for you. If you want to know more about kitchen chemistry, I highly recommend the excellent book, What Einstein Told His Cook by Robert Walk. No relation to the Everyday Einstein podcast. If you like today's episode, you can become a fan of Everyday Einstein on Facebook or follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash QDT Einstein. If you have a question you'd like to see on a future episode, send me an email at everydayeinstein at quickanddirtytips.com. Till next time, I'm your host, Lee Phelan, with Everyday Einstein's Quick and Dirty Tips for Making Sense of Science. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.